Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Good morning. Two minutes, two minutes past the hour. It is the morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. And you know we're moving and grooving on a Wednesday morning. Yes, it is the midweek. And thank you so much for making a machine a part of your daily morning routine. And part of that morning routine means hearing phenomenal stories, impactful stories of business owners everywhere. And first of all, this story here is a powerful story of triumph. And if you have to face adversity, any kind of adversity, this is the story for you. So let me speak to you about the founder and CEO of Cheesecake. And by the way, I love me some cheesecake, by the way. I love me some cheesecake, so, you know, expect me to be patronizing a few times here and there, but I'm going to get to that later. But what I will say this, Sean Brown, a phenomenal, phenomenal woman, born and raised in L.A., in the city of L.A., L.A., yes, that's right. I know that sounded bad. I don't care. I had to do it. But she is an experienced baking industry professional. But she's also a single mother who has managed to turn many of her life's troubles into triumphs. Now, her imprint, Cheesecake, was born from a traumatic accident and would go on to become one of the nation. Yes, I said it. The nation's most sought-after gourmet dessert brands. And she is here to speak about all of this today. And I am honored and privileged, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, to have here on The Morning Machine for the first time, and certainly not the last, welcome home family to the one, the only, Miss Sean Brown, good morning to you. How you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And the excitement is just running running through my veins right now because I have followed your brand for so long and we're finally <laughs> connected here today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. But like I do with every single guest, every single guest that comes here to the Border Machine, we've got to rewind. We've got to take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Let's go back to the beginning. Your start in your passion for baking and cooking in general. Where did that all come from? It's interesting because in my family, I was always the baker. I, you know big holidays and everything I was always the one hey well what's for dessert you know because I just felt a creative gene like Mm -hmm. to me the dessert was the best part it was like the finale right like Mm -hmm. good food is good food don't get me wrong it still is as a matter of fact the finale (laughs) but (laughs) dessert kind of you know it is the it's the bow at the end and so that was my mission and I always you know just comb through different recipes like what can we do what can we do so um i i didn't realize that was going to turn into a whole business though you know mm-hmm. i just 
enjoyed baking and um, it brought me joy. And so there have been things that have happened to really make that become therapeutic, mm -hmm. but that's where it started. So let's let's ask this because a lot of a lot of young people in, in especially in the black community have relatives. You have parents, you have grandparents who cooked things. They cooked they cook those desserts, those desserts that you look forward to at Christmas dinner, Easter, Thanksgiving, or just Sundays in general, right? Right. So was there any specific dessert that you loved coming up that really sparked that passion? Like, you know what? Look, I'm going to do this. However, however this comes about, I'm going to do this. Well, I was blessed to have a, a grandmother who also loved baking just as much as I did. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't a specific one, but she gave me a lot of guidelines as to how to do different things and, you know, which ways we can switch up. And even not just my direct grandmother, even mm -hmm. my cousin's grandmother, she was a phenomenal baker as well. Mm -hmm. So she would give me a lot of tips. But I will tell you, one specific grandmother passed down a sweet potato pie cheesecake recipe to me. <clears throat> That's, I don't know why and that sounds so good right now. <laughs> to Even this just day, it is, it is the, that is the recipe that really uh, jump-started Cheesecaked Off. Because once I came across that recipe, you know, I gave it a little razzle-dazzle and put a caramel pecan topping on it. Uh, you but, did what? Yeah. Razzle-dazzle. Okay. razzle and dazzle okay so that really kicked off cheesecake and i'm like well i can create a bunch of different cheesecakes you know once i saw that there's sweet potato pie cheesecake oh that means that we can have all kind of cheesecakes so absolutely it kind of springboarded into the whole vision now you, you see now you you got into talking about that and you know the the salivary glands going because now <laughs> you got a taste for cheesecake all of a sudden but before i you know get into the brand of cheesecake mm -hmm. let's kind of go back to what happened february of 1994 so from what i understand yourself and your sister were hit head on by a drunk driver who f just didn't want to wait at a train crossing Correct. so just barreled through and it became a life altering experience uh, go absolutely. more in depth about that if you would absolutely so uh, my sister was driving i was a passenger and my son was in the car seat in the back seat and he was 10 weeks old at the time and we were headed home, actually. And what's interesting is that I have, uh, we had went to my aunt's house mm -hmm. to visit. And then it's going to age, this This story is going to age me, okay? I'm just going to tell you now because I'm going to bring up some stuff. You're going to be like, what? You know what? You still look young anyway, sister. So <laughs> don't you. worry about aging nothing. You <laughs> you are you are ageless. You, you, you are... It, it look you understand Wait you till already I know tell you this story though yeah okay so go ahead. my sister had to return some movies okay that's the first that sound like first block, that sound exactly. like blockbuster see what i'm saying <laughs> so we left my aunt's house to go return these movies mm -hmm. and it wasn't that it was that far so right. after that my mother texted me 
there's the second one, right? Mm-hmm. And I stopped at a phone booth to call her back right at the corner of Crenshaw and Slauson in California. And that's where Nipsey Hustle, late great Nipsey Hustle store was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so she was like, I don't want much, you know, just call me when you make it home. Mm-hmm. And that would be the last time that she, the next call she got was to identify my body and that uh, my son had been killed. So after I hang up with her, we head on home. And uh, I'm literally probably less than three miles away from home. And I don't, I'll be honest, I don't remember too much. I remember a lot about the day. Mm-hmm. But my sister that was driving, she said that I screamed and because the guy was driving on the wrong side of the street and he hit us head on. And they said that he did not even stop. He was going, you know anywhere between 40 and 60 miles per hour. My sister says she sl- she slammed on the brakes to try and, you know, brace ourselves. And he hit us head on. He hit us so hard, um, the stuff in the trunk flew out. And mind you, we were in a Toyota Tercel. And he was in one of those big old school vans that had, like, couches and stuff in the back, like, heavy, right? So... They didn't suffer hardly any injuries, uh, the family in the van, because this family was also in the van. He was point, uh, sixteen, the le- over the legal limit. Mm-hmm. And so once he hit us, my si- the, the train track rails were down, and it was sounding as if a train was coming. So she got my son out the car, passed him to someone that stopped, and then she came around to try and lift me up, not knowing my injuries. And I suffocated off my own blood and died there on the scene. But uh, once ambulance got there, they put a trach. And then they took all three of us to three different hospitals. And so my son, uh, they got a heartbeat back, but they said that he started bleeding from his ears and that he passed away. And if he had lived, he would have only been able to move his shoulder because he would have been paralyzed from the neck down. And then they took me to what they used to call Killer King Hospital. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. But they saved, my, they saved my life, right? They have a big trauma center. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is I ran, not ran, but I have had a conversation with the doctor, the emergency room doctor that saved my life. And he told me that when they called him, them to let them know what they were bring that they were bringing me, he told them, "Don't bring her here. She's gonna die. We don't have the resources to save her." And they said, "Well, we don't have anywhere else for her to go. She has to come there." And so by now, word is getting out around out around the family. So my auntie actually made it there first, signed all the paperwork, but they had me listed as a Jane Doe, and. um they said that I, they he started working on me immediately. The doctor said he was watching all of my vital signs go down as they worked on me. And um, they put a trach in my throat mm-hmm. and brought me back. He said I died a couple of times on the table, but, you know, it was a long journey ahead, but I'm here. Wow. Um, first, first things first. Um that's that's extreme to go through 
and um, I'm sure that that has had a traumatic effect on you anytime you pull up at maybe an intersection of that capacity or what have you that um, you, there's always that thought in the back of your mind that, you know, if it happened to me once, it could happen to me again. And we all have that trauma that comes after. But how are you able to move forward past that particular traumatic experience? Um. Well, so, you know, the healing process physically was very long. You know, I had to learn how to walk again due to my, and I didn't go through the list of my injuries with you, but I, I had to learn how to walk again. And um, so physically there was a, a, a journey, but also mentally and emotionally because, you know, for a long time, actually when I woke up, I woke up and I, and I didn't know exactly what had happened. I just knew that I, I was in a big room I was in intensive care, but I didn't know it at the time. And I just remember that I saw all these beds of all these people around. And I remember thinking like, oh, my God, these people are in bad shape. Not knowing. <laughs> I was clinging to life myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And they wouldn't tell me that my son passed away. So they, I, at that time, my mouth was wired shut because I had crushed most of my jaw mm-hmm. and the roof of my mouth. So... They um, wouldn't tell me that my son had passed away because they said they didn't want me to give up the the fight to live. And but I, I really felt it in my spirit that something was going on. I feel like, you know, while I was in the um, induced coma that they had me in, that, you know, the spirit had come to me and kind of let me know what was going on. And so through that. Number one, I would have never want my son to to live like that. I don't feel like he didn't even have a chance at life and mm-hmm. to have to, you know, live to be paralyzed from the neck down starting your life. I, I don't think that that would have been fair to him. So that helped me, um, I don't want to say embrace, but, mm-hmm. you know, understand that that was probably for the best. I was 20 at the time, so to have a a child that would have been that handicap would have been horrible for both of us. And I have had to learn that um, sharing my story, it it, it isn't powerful because I I never used to share it. I I didn't even think anyone would really care, you know, and um, I remember I was moving from California here to Georgia And I promised God that I was going to do things differently here. And so I reached out to Mothers Against Drunk Driving and, you know, told them my story. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we got to get you in front of our victim impact panel, which is um, in front of court order people that have to go and listen to these horrific stories, you know, because they've had some driving infractions. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started. Where And and when people will walk up to me crying, you know, it really touched me that my story touched other people. And so I think that that has also helped me deal with it, not to mention, you know, the baking part, because that always makes people smile. And so I think I did an interview one time and they said, you've had such a life of bitter tragedies. How did you end up in a sweet business? And I'm like, I really did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. 
you can't be angry or sad with a donut in your mouth. Like, who cries <laughs> eating a donut or cheesecake? Yeah, that's kind of hard to do because right. having a sweet treat is always fulfilling, not mm-hmm. depressing. Right. And Who's going to be like, this dang donut? This man, donut we, man, what's wrong off. with this donut? Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody donut say is that. terrible. No, I mean, right. Nobody says that. They don't really say that. Nobody says that. And if they do, it might actually be terrible. It might. But, right, but you know, what it's are the chances? It's supposed to bring you joy, right? Right. It's supposed to. You look forward to sweet treats. Exactly. You don't. You don't look backward. You don't. Exactly. You don't look. Uh, I exactly. Don't know. I don't do all of that. No you're going to never hear somebody say, I'm about to tear that donut up. No, I mean, it's well, usually. Well, actually, some people do say that in a good way. They a... don't say it in a negative connotation. <laughs> <laughs> because some people, I've heard some people say that about, uh, you know, cheesecake. Uh-huh. They, they be ready to tear the cheesecake up. And, and speaking of cheesecake, this is where through all of that, and we're going to we're going to get to the other part of it in a, of the story in just a second. But you gave birth to cheesecake, known for its unique gourmet cheesecakes, signature milkshakes. Oh, that's two that I like right there. Oh, you're bringing me life this morning, and more. We're going to get to the and more soon. Um, now you've been featured all over cheesecake. It's been featured all over Food Network, GMA, CNN Travel, other major networks. So much going on. Talk about that that moment when you finally opened up cheesecake. What was that like for you after all that you had been through? Well, you know, my mom had asked me when I finally decided to open Cheesecake, my mom had asked me, you know, like, what would you do, you know, if money wasn't an issue? Like, what's your passion? And um, I, I gave it some thought, and I'm like, I mean, who wouldn't want to play in sprinkles and buttercream all day? Or, you know, like, it's it's an, ama- it's an amazing job, okay? Mm-hmm. There, there are worse things that I could be doing, but I get to play and come home smelling like sweet stuff and covered in whipped cream. So the, I mean, was it, Ooh, the journey <laughs> of opening, of opening a, a retail bakery. Um, it, it, it was tough, you know, it was definitely a learning experience. I, I could do it in my sleep now. Cause I've had to, I've opened at least five different locations at different times, but to finally get it open. I mean, I really, uh, I have, I have, three living children now mm-hmm. and just to really be able to show I like just really want to be able to show them that even though I had went through all of that like I I was able to turn this into something great and mm-hmm. they can even see the way it's received by other people mm-hmm. and hopefully you know honor my son at the same time it's kind of like a, a all all win thing for me absolutely and so you've had major success major major success i know so you've had major success and there's still more to come thank you but but even through that still there's more trials and tribulations years of success and then here comes something else Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You were diagnosed with stage four breast cancer, and I, I know this is going to be a heavy one for me, but it's also going to be 
that part of the story of triumph um and it forced you to have to close Mm -hmm. your cheesecake location indefinitely but we know indefinitely did not mean forever (laughs) but we'll get to that in a second so talk about your journey through getting through stage four breast cancer and being a survivor of that I um, started having some symptoms. I was right in the middle of building out a new location, a bigger Mm -hmm. location, right? Mm -hmm. I was in talks of opening a location on the Las Vegas Strip. Mm. I was in talks with Disney to put a location in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so I started having some symptoms. I didn't really know what they were. I, I, no one had ever had cancer in my family, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm busy, like, you know, I'm doing stuff. And I'm thinking, first of all, I know God is not getting ready to put this cancer on me, right? Right. So I just let time go on. I probably did what they would tell anybody not to do because I, you know, talked to all of my online doctor friends, you know, people like, hey, this feels a little weird. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's probably not cancer. You know, don't worry about it. Because I had some soreness in one of my breasts. And they're like, well, cancer doesn't hurt. So, you know, you're probably fine. Probably just a cyst or hormones or something. I'm like, cool. Because mm-hmm. I got things to do. Right, right. But eventually, you know, time went on. And I started to feel something. Still again, I'm like, it's probably just a cyst. Then, um... One of my breasts started leaking some clear fluid and, you know, I I wasn't pregnant or lactating. So I knew Mm. we had an issue. And so they actually diagnosed me. It was stage three triple negative breast cancer. And they said it was very aggressive and uh, I had to start treatment immediately. And I made the decision to go ahead and close the business because Mm. if I was going, I didn't know how I was going to be, how I was going to be through cancer you know and I didn't want to leave the business in the hands of my employees not that anything is wrong with them but it it wasn't their business right Mm -hmm. so if we were going to close we're going to close on a high note that way I can go out with a great reputation opposed to oh lord uh, the, the the girl had cancer and they didn't run her place down and now nobody wants to work with me so right. i needed to close at a high note so that when i wanted to reopen i could come back with that same you know reputation and energy and and still hopefully be able to recover those opportunities that were there so i started chemo christmas eve and um I will say, though, I made it through chemo. Uh, It was tough, but I've seen worse stories. So I'm very grateful, you know, that I didn't have the worst of the worst that you've seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was it easy? No. It's very lonely, though, because um, I started started Christmas Eve and then COVID hit that March. Mm -hmm. So everyone that was going to fly out and come to chemo with me so I wouldn't have to do all this by myself, I literally had to do it all by myself. And I think that was the worst part because it ended up playing more on my mental, you know, doing this by myself. And so I, I even still struggle a lot with it, not more, not physically, mm-hmm. but mentally. Um, the breast cancer situation has um, it's, it's played a toll, mm-hmm. honestly. 
you know, and it's it does take a toll on a lot who go through it, but not just the uh, the people that are directly affected, but there's also the family members, the especially the closer ones mm-hmm. that are affected too, especially mentally. Uh, I being one of them that have gone through that, um, not being the direct, but watching uh, a parent, watching a parent have to go through it, yeah. and no, it is not easy for all sides to deal with it yeah and uh but there's always a plan and a action item to or action items to move forward with and knowing that they're not suffering anymore and also knowing that you're one of the survivors there's still a plan of action that god has for you Mm -hmm. that keeps you here on this side of the earth Mm -hmm. so that means obviously what he has planned for you and destined for you you haven't done yet right and he's not done with you yet (laughs) and that is what brings you here and there's a there's a lot that's coming down the pipeline because you fast forward to 2021 the reemergence of cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. We're back, yeah. and right here in Atlanta. And uh, from what I understand, um, it shows underground Atlanta. Are you still at underground? No. Okay, but Norcross, you're yes. definitely at. Yes. Uh, and that opened in 2022. Correct. So, how has the opening of cheesecake been since you've been out there, and what has the response been like out that way? Well, the response, I, I, I have a, um, the people that love me because they know my story, love me, and I love them back. Mm-hmm. And there have people that have followed me through all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm very appreciative of them so, 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 so much. Um, but the world changed a little bit after COVID. And so, um, and then... I, I won most over-the-top milkshake in the country from Food Network, right? Mm, yes. But while I was gone, I think every every business in the America m- started making milkshakes, okay? <laughs> it's not a cheesecake milkshake, but, you know, it became a little heavy. Mm-hmm. But no one does it how we do it. And so hmm. this time around, we have an event space. And what is trending more now is experience, okay? So we have cake decorating classes. Mm -hmm. Um, This weekend we're having a milkshake candle making class. All of them include a little bit of champagne or sparkling something. Yeah, a little sparkle on it. You know, a little little shimmer here and there, you know. (laughs) We do birthday parties. We've done, you know, uh, gender reveals, but the bakery now for me is not just a bakery. It's not just come in, grab your treat and go. You come in, you, you can play games. We have games you can play. Mm. It's very Instagrammable. It's supposed to be a place where you can come in and find your inner child again. Mm. Now it's not a Chuck E. Cheese, but you know, <laughs> you can still come in, you know, we got glitter floors and pretty chandeliers. And, you know, games, but it's supposed to, when you come in there, you're supposed to feel the weight of the world is kind of yeah, left at the door. It's a whole vibe. Yeah. That you can, 
there's so much going on in Atlanta that you can come into Cheesecake and just exactly just breathe for a second and enjoy yourself you know and and just you could take a lunch break to kind of decompress exactly half of your work day that may have gone great it may have gone beautifully great or it didn't go beautifully great exactly but it will turn <laughs> cheesecake will turn that vibe right around exactly. by the time you go and get go go back mm-hmm. and see it's so interesting that you say that because um used to i i used to actually be out there on the peach tree industrial side okay. um and it was a a, a little a little before you opened and there wasn't really anything that catered to desserts mm-hmm. out that way mm-hmm. and it was kind of just building 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 and that's when I worked with a former employer that had an office out there and there wasn't many dessert spots out there they were they were building restaurants Yes, yes, cool. All the time. But do they have dessert? Correct. So they'll put your generic stuff there right. on the corner here and there. But they won't put anything that is homegrown, organic, and <laughs> let me just put it out here right now because we're black-owned, black-owned. <laughs> yup, I said it. I said it. And right. yeah, for the record. But anyway... um. You've brought an extra extensive energy to your area or the area that surrounds you now because you have a lot of people that come a long way yes. out to Gwinnett. It's almost like me going to the barbershop. I could pick any barbershop in town. You could pick any dessert spot in town, but mm-hmm. they choose to go to Gwinnett County mm-hmm. from Douglas, Cobb. Clayton, Macon. Fulton, I've had they come, come from, from Macon? Macon? Yeah. All right, so if you're going to say Macon, Augusta, <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to add it. Augusta, they will come far and it, it just they'll come in expansive territory to come to your location. And I'm going to tell the people why, because when you have personal size cheesecake Sean's Famous Flavors. I'm going to get into that in a second. <laughs> Full-size cheesecakes. Mm-hmm. You got, first of all, you got the classic flavors. Right. Cup of cocoa. Flawless. Happy Days. Do we need the Fonz, too? No, let me stop. <laughs> Honey Bun. Ooh. Key to the City. Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. Strawberry Heaven. Chips of Joy. So, the classic flavors, they're just like, the basics, yes. right? Going yes. back to the basics. Go 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 in a little bit more in depth before I go to your famous flavors. The cl- classic, you know, there's like we have a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Um, we, now let me say this too: we have some really funny names for these cheesecakes because we're a little corny, okay? <laughs> and I love it. I'm corny because I'm I can be silly like the milkshakes have one of the milkshakes is called shaking the cookie jar you know one of the milkshakes is called thou shall not sin dot 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 a bun so it's thou shall not sin a bun but you know we have a play on words here so when you they probably don't know what you mean when you say flawless well flawless is the traditional happy days is traditional with strawberries on it you know key to the city is key lime. 
I'm telling. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, it's 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 a thing. <laughs> you gotta understand. I'm kind of. <laughs> I'm trying to quietly laugh back here at these names because you have to. You have to understand the play on words <laughs> to get it. And um, I mean, it really has a ring to it when you come up with creative names like that. It makes your business stand out, <laughs> and that's what gets people to come from so many different places a long way. Just to come into the city to come to experience cheesecake, right? Yeah. They'll come there and then take the long drive back home. Yeah. That was that was their day trip. Exactly. Just to come to get your cheesecake, pick it up personally mm-hmm. and drive home with it. And it doesn't make it all the way. It's the it's the drive home snack. It's definitely a place, um a celebratory place. Yes. People come for birthdays. Parents, um, they, they, they bribe their children. If you do good this week, Mickey, I'm going to take you to Cheesecake. You your know? grades, but if your grades exactly. are this, you, I will get you this, and we're going to go there and have a party. Yep. Mm-hmm. That you should see the kids. They come in their uniforms from, you know, she had a great day of gymnastics today, so I promised her we would come. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those places I've had people say, this is where I needed to be for my birthday. This is how I wanted to celebrate. So right. that means so much to me because when we come out and we bring them their milkshake or whatever they ordered and their eyes light up and they just go, oh, my God. you know, <laughs> That's exactly how they say it, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I, even even a grown-up is going to say, oh, my they God. Do. They do. They do. They turn, into, they turn into children, too. And I love it. That's what I, I think that'll be effectively me because cheesecake is my favorite dessert of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, really? So I'll probably be that one and be like, oh, my God, Kevin Hart style. Exactly. Philly Zone, Kevin Hart style. They'd be like, oh, my God, I got cheesecake. I wasn't ready, no. No, let me stop. Anyway, let's get to the famous flavors, though. Mr. Pudding or McPudding Pie. Uh-huh. So and I named the, a lot yeah. of the cheesecakes after my kids and, oh. you know, family members. So Proud Mama is our peanut butter cheesecake because that's mm-hmm. my mom's favorite. Jay Drizzle like is my daughter. Her name is Jalen, and mm-hmm. she loves cookies and cream, so that one's named after her. Okay. We've got Mila Pie, which is my daughter. Hers is Apple Pie Cheesecake. And then my son, his his name was kind of hard, but we squeezed it in there, and he loves bananas, so his is McPudding Pie. Mm-hmm. And that's our banana pudding cheesecake. So those are the – oh, our biggest seller, duh, is called Oh My Goodness – <laughs> it's interesting that you said that because what the light bulb moment that went off in your mind yeah. right right then you're like oh oh my goodness how did i forget how did that I forget? Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness exactly oh my goodness how could i forget oh my goodness yeah the signature cheesecake brownies caramel pecans whipped cream uh, let's keep it real. I want to try all of these. Let's keep it real. I want to try every last one of these. Uh, and you know, I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to especially like Proud Mama because I like Reese Cups. And that's yep. exactly what yep. that's going to taste like. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see me rubbing my hands together. See, radio audience can't. Y'all can hear it. I'm rubbing my hands together. Yes. It's like that. But... um. Then you still got the traditionals. You got the traditional cheesecake, regular uh, mm-hmm. strawberry shortcake, red velvet. Uh, you know, just the the ones that people come to know and love traditionally. You still keep that same tradition, but you also got your, as you like to call, razzle dazzle on right. cheesecakes, right? 
It goes further than that. I've added so much stuff. Um, we now have deep fried cheesecake. We have cheesecake egg rolls. We have deep fried cheesecake Oreos. We have cheesecake stuffed croissants. Uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Now, let me tell you about this cheesecake wow. uh, sandwich family. So there's a Mr. Big Stuff. It's a brownie cheesecake sandwich. Uh -huh. And it's literally a sandwich. Two brownies, okay? And then in the middle is cheesecake, whipped cream, caramel fudge, and pecans, right? Then there's a Mrs. Big Stuff, his wife. Two cookies. And that has cheesecake and whipped cream. Well, then they had a baby, okay? See, I told you we were corny. Just bear with me. Yep. So then they had a baby. We call that one Big Baby because that one is brownie and cookie with cheesecake, right? But there's always a matriarch of the family. There's always a big mama. And you know what our big mama is? Our red velvet cheesecake sandwich with cream cheese icing and cheesecake and caramel and fudge. And we like ours with pecans, but it doesn't have to. But that's our big mama. It's a whole family. And then one time we just got real crazy and fun and we made a side chick. It didn't sell that well, but we thought it was fun. I'm sorry. What? Wait, 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 wait. Time out. <laughs> Can I take a time out? Hold on. <laughs> First of all, the whole story was captivating in itself. You said you created a side piece. Yeah, what we, was we that? thought it was going to be fun. What was that called, perhaps? It was our oatmeal uh, raisin cookies oh. with cheesecake oh, and whipped cream in minute. the middle, and then we dipped it in chocolate. But and we called it a side chick. Um, Maybe we should have called it a cousin. Uh oh boy, can y'all can, can I like oatmeal raisin? Can y'all bring that back though? Can y'all bring that back with a little flavor? You know what I mean? Maybe drizzle it up. And I thought like it was that. amazingly good, but hey, look, that's what I'm saying. Can y'all bring that back though? <laughs> bring the side chick back. Bring the side chick back to kind of <laughs> to kind of ruffle the feathers right? and make it a hard ruffle the feathers of the mind <laughs> to make it a hard, even harder decision. Dang, right. do I go? Dang, especially for for it's it's something if the men come up in there. Dang, do I go with the wife? Do what I stick time? with the wife? You know do I what I'm have saying? to go with the side piece? It, it, it's a hard decision for the men that come up in there. Have you have you ever seen someone come into your location when that was out and have that hard of a decision and kind of go through that storyline? <sighs> well, when customers come in, I the staff always greets everyone and goes through the case because there's so much. And then once we get to that story of the family. They're already captivated by Mr. and Mrs. Big Baby. And, and when we get to, we save Side Chick for, for last, it's always a chuckle. Like, <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like, I'm not sure how I like, should feel about it. I'm like, you better not go with the side piece. There'll be them couples that be like, you better not. Who you, so who are you going to choose? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> It'd be that pressurized question you know? in in a line of dessert, like how in the world? We're not trying to cause no problems. Yeah, we 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 don't want no smoke. We we just make desserts around here. Right. We try to be festive. We don't want exactly. no argument. This we just want be, you to laugh. It's a festive you place, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and see, and that's the thing. 
in in it being such a festive place there've so there've been so many people that have come through your doors and may have ordered online maybe uh you know got it delivered to them somehow some way through there's so many customers that have done that yeah however many different ways but what has been one of the most moving Mm. testimonials that you've had to date since you've opened your Norcross location? I'll tell you, um, while I was technically closed, I still shared my journey, my cancer journey through Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my friends, you know, I, I call them all friends, will still reach out and let me know, you know, wishing me well. There was one gentleman that reached out and he told me that his wife passed away and they used her picture in one of our photo ops at the bakery on her obituary. And I think that that touched me the most because that he said that the, the picture alluded her happiness and for that, for them to use that photo at my bakery moved me so much. And I really felt like that was a drop the mic moment. Like mm-hmm. what more could I ask for? You know, it's just, to send her away and um, for her to have had that much happiness at Cheesecake, I feel like mission checked, you know? Mm -hmm. I did what I was supposed to do or I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, final question, and I knew this conversation was going to pretty much stretch this this hour of the morning machine and rightfully so because your story has been phenomenal for people out there who have dealt with tragedy or tragedies or still dealing with it now yeah and they had no way of getting past that or moving forward or knowing where to start Mm -hmm. right and we appreciate it uh, so much. Um, you've got more coming. And it's on my spirit to say you've got more coming. So the what you were doing prior to the breast cancer journey that you went on, you said you were going to end up at Disney. You were going to end up in Vegas on the Strip. You were going to end up various places. It's going to come, but it's going to come fast. And I think it's on my spirit to say that. We speak life into everybody that comes through this station. Thank we, you. We have, done, we have done so much to speak life. That's what our station is all about. That's what our brand is all about. Your your brand is also about the same thing, mm-hmm. making people feel good and giving them an experience that will last a lifetime. Yes. We, we never know what people's situations are. Right. And it could be their first time, but they don't know that it could be their only time that they'll ever be able to do that in a year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we so basically it's up to us as especially black owned businesses to really tackle that experience and really give them an experience that will keep them coming back. Mm -hmm. And they're excited for you to open up another location in their city (laughs) and their neighborhood. My goal is to franchise them one day. So 
I receive everything that you're saying. Okay? Absolutely. And, and, and that goal will be accomplished so much sooner than later. And you're not going to even realize how fast it came. Because remember, you've got people from all walks of life coming in from so far. And they, they said, it's not a, I have to make the drive. It's I want to make the drive. Right, right, right. To come into town. To get cheesecake. Yes. And that and and that's the beauty of it. How does if how just just as a business owner in general, how what is that feeling like to know that there's so many people coming from places like Macon and they'll even come from uh, Savannah, Valdosta. They'll come from Birmingham. They'll come from Nashville. Uh, Chattanooga, Greenville, Spartanburg, maybe even from Charlotte, just to come all the way down here to make that day trip worthwhile to come to Cheesecake. As a business owner, how does that feel? Well, I'm going to shock you even more because people, Atlanta is a, a a tourist location. Yes, it is. And we are on the list of tourist places to visit. Yes. So I have had people that are from Australia, Spain, of course, California, all all over, all over the country. Mm-hmm. They say, if I come to Atlanta, or Georgia, rather, one of the places I got to hit up is Cheesecake. Yeah. And then by being on CNN Travel, they had a, a replay of me in the airport. So while they're waiting on the plane, blah, 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 or to travel, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, let me make a note. That stuff looks good. So... Yeah. How does it make me feel? Oh, it, I literally, let me just tell you, I am such a crybaby, okay? I'm tough on the outside, but I am a marshmallow on the inside. I just want to, sometimes it blows my mind. It warms my heart. It, I become very emotional, right? I I don't let people see that side of me a lot, but, you know, I just really look up at God like, thank you, because, uh Just by, and a lot of it is because of me sharing the horrible things that have happened. So I, everyone that walks through that door, usually they say, I know your story or I've seen your story. Mm -hmm. It's not always the cheesecakes that bring them in. You know, that's just the bonus. Like, oh, you got, you know, you have great cheesecake too. But a lot of it is because they know how hard it's been for me to just stay alive. And like you said, on the other side. So I want to suck my thumb and cry sometime like a baby, you know, I mean, it just, it's, it's so satisfying and, um, I'm just, it just makes me so grateful and it really gives me the push to keep going because there's, as a business owner, it's so hard and you can ask my kids. I'm always like, forget it. I'm going to close. I don't want to do it anymore. And And then what am I doing 30 minutes later? I'm sending an email trying to get it together. You know, I have those meltdowns. So when those people come in, they lift my spirit so much and they keep me going in more ways than one. Yeah, well, there's also a uh, popular magazine that also lifted you up as well. People magazine uh, (laughs) talking about the unicorn milkshake. Now, that's birthday cake, ice cream and cheesecake topped with whipped cream, rainbow candy, Marshmallow, you talked about that marshmallow, lollipop, <laughs> and sprinkles, to quote the guy from Tag Team, sprinkles, yes, uh, so 
that looks like a shake that a lot of kids or adults that yes. like their like their to get their inner kid on will go for and that seems to be very popular amongst people magazines uh basically they have their top 100 reasons to love in 2023 they're talking about your unicorn milkshake so what is it about that unicorn milkshake that just has literally people you get it you see what i did there that uh-huh. has people talking <laughs> it was an honor for when people magazine reached out and said that they were constructing their list of 100 reasons to love america and they were they didn't tell me they just said, you know, you want to submit some of your photos, right? Right. Our unicorn milkshake's always been our number one seller because we actually put, like, unicorn candy, mm-hmm. cotton candy. It's it's very vibrant. And who doesn't love a unicorn, you know? I have pink hair. I'm a unicorn, too. And so I didn't even know we made the list. And someone sent a message and said, I saw you in People Magazine. We came in number 52. And that is so... <laughs> I mean, you came in number enough. 52, but they also have you at number four. Four. That's according to this. What? I can turn this computer around to show you. It says it, it, it was it was number number four. Oh. So if, if you're in two spots, you're, I don't see the second spot, but I see number four. And oh, they listed oh. you under we search far and wide for the top shake makers in the USA. And these are the cream of the crop. And yes. guess what showed you in the unicorn milkshake? It says number four. Ah. Well, look at that. And, and that's according to the article. That's what it says. People yeah. magazine. That's huge. And so that was another moment. These moments come. I'm telling you, they come and they usually come when I'm so ready to say, okay, Lord, you know, enough is enough. And then these opportunities come and I'm like, dang, I go right back at it. Can't give it up yet. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's a joy. So, so here's my final question at uh, nine minutes, nine minutes to the top of the hour. You've went through everything. You went through your tragedies. You've also came out in a world of triumph and still continue to be triumphant. You still had challenges as a business owner. There's some young people out there, aspiring business owners as adults, There's people out there that have the thought of a business, but have nowhere of a clue on how to start or where to begin. What is your best advice that you have for them? It's okay to start small. I think a lot of people want to start off big. You know, we have these visions of what we want the business to be, and that's a great blueprint. But sometimes if you just start the business, the business will kind of tell you which way it's going to go. The vision I originally had for Cheesecake is not what it is today. You know, it kind of created its own journey. Mm. And I followed through what the people wanted and, and what it was telling me and what was popular and what was working and what wasn't working. And so for the people that want to start their own business, you just have to start somewhere. Now, let me say it will never be a perfect time. You know, you may have to start with a little bit of money. I did that too. It may not be, you know, shiny and and, and as beautiful as you want, but just put your best foot forward and represent yourself 
to the best that you can with what you have and just keep going. You have to take the steps. I think Martin Luther King said, you know, faith is taking those steps even when you don't see the staircase. Mm. And that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You sure did say that. And uh, thank you for that uh, sound advice. And I hope she said something to you out there in Radio Land that resonated with you today so that you can go ahead and get that idea started and bring it to the forefront in fruition in 2024. So with that First of all, I want to say thank you so much, an honor and a privilege to have you, but this is not the last time you come in because next time I'd like for you to come with the goodies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Because uh, I love me some cheesecake, but I have I have a strong feeling before you come back here, I'm going to make it out there. <laughs> okay. So that's how we're going to do that. All right. But how can the people who have not visited frequently cheesecake <laughs> How can they find, follow you, connect, and show you some love and support? I'd appreciate that. Our website is cheesecaked.com, C-H-E-E-S-E-C-A-K-E-D.com. Our Instagram is cheesecaked as well. Our Twitter is getcheesecaked, Facebook getcheesecaked, and our address, if you're local, is 5380 Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, Norcross, Georgia, 371. And we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call if you want to book a party, if you want to book a private cake decorating class. We still have seats available for our milkshake candle making class this weekend. And our direct number is 678-587-5991. And come on. Come on out and see us. I can't wait to meet everybody. Absolutely. Come one and come all and get yourself cheese caked. Hey. Because yes. definitely I am. Yes. I know I'm going because I love me some cheesecake. It's like hell and orange soda. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> so we're going to repeat that information in, in just a few moments. But of course, in, in order to show our love, we got to play. Show Me Love by Robin S. Let's go. It's the morning machine. Four minutes till the top of the hour.